0: Sacred Gyre Podcast, staying connected to your deepest values as you work for change. In the first two episodes, I talked about the purpose of this series of podcasts and what I mean when I talk about the importance of staying connected to your deepest values, But you might well ask why it matters or what's the problems. I have strong values and I'm committed to them. Why should I worry whether I can stay connected to them? My answer, in short, is yes, but. It's true that we are able to commit to new ways of treating each other. That does not change the fact that under stress, we often react in ways that reflect old mindsets of things like winning no matter what this can take many forms, but it happens to all of us under the right circumstances. If we want to increase the likelihood that we will act according to our deepest values, we need to do things when we are not under stress that help embed those values so they become the subconscious routine we go to when we are under stress. Now let's use the example of learning to ride a bicycle. When you first learn to ride, you struggle to stay upright because you have not encoded all the large number of muscle and nerve memories that will help you instantly react. After practicing for a while, those memories start to get encoded in your subconscious mind and you don't have to think about it anymore. If you learn how to ride on paved city streets and get taken to a vacation spot, where there are paths with partially submerged rocks or unexpected dips in the ground, you may likely feel less competent for a while. But if you consciously practice in that environment, you will embed new encoding that makes it easier to ride the bike in a wider variety of places. And having someone else go along with you to give you coaching or to learn together with you will make it easier for you to make the transition and more likely that both of you will encode those memories deep in your subconscious minds. Now, living according to your deepest values is only partially like learning to ride a bicycle. It is in fact more complicated, and having the social connections work with you has more importance. This is due to the increased role that our relationship to right and wrong plays when living our values. It is partly about being able to remember to do things like, say, ask curious questions with faced with a new social situation. It is also about practicing and encoding what goes into your commitment to do the right thing in accordance with those values. I think there are three ways, at least, that we can all learn to do this, and I can easily name how I've tried to help myself get better at it. First, we need to learn how to be present with other people under difficult circumstances. I've taken classes, read books, and practiced with friends and colleagues. The primary guidelines I use to help me are transparency, saying what I know that's relevant to the situation, curiosity, listening and asking questions in a way that invites the other person to be transparent with me, and silently reminding myself that we are both trying to do the best we can, given our circumstances. The second way is to be connected socially with people who try to live by similar values. For me, it is my presencing circle of girlfriends. We meet almost every month for three hours, and part of what we do is to practice being present with each other in a way that aligns with our deepest values. Third, I think each one of us needs to use something from our own personal lives that helps remind us of how to live by those values. My way comes from something that I felt pain, curiosity, and humility about. I call it film clips, and it comes from being treated with abuse as a child. I was not able to speak up on my own behalf and would talk to myself at times, saying what I could not say out loud to my abuser. In later life, that became a habit, where my mind imagines difficult circumstances that may or may not become real in the future. I hear myself reacting in my mind to what I imagined could happen. Then my mind replays the incident, only my reaction changes a little, like film clips. If I let it go on, my reactions change until they reflect something much closer to my deepest values. I didn't have a choice of whether to do this as a child. It was a survival mechanism. And I didn't have a choice as to whether my mind would create those stressful scenarios. My choice became to use them in a way that helps me be better able to live by my deepest values under stress. So those are three gifts you can give yourself. Learn methods of living your deepest values. Develop social situations where you are among others who all support each other to practice living by their values. And find personal quirks, situations that arose out of your own life that could become a way to practice or to support you. Thank you for listening. If you would like to receive notices about upcoming episodes, Sign up on the contacts page of sacredgyre.com.